Hey everyone. Welcome to another thought-provoking episode of the Critical Material Podcast. I'm your host Thomas and today we're delving into the complex relationship between the United Nations and the pursuit of international peace with a particular focus on the enduring challenges in the Middle East. The United Nations Security Council, armed with authority to uphold global peace, often faces the daunting task of navigating through geopolitical complexities to maintain or restore stability from imposing sanctions to deploying peacekeeping forces. The UN's involvement in peacekeeping efforts worldwide has seen both successes and challenges. One of the long-standing and deeply rooted issues on the UN's agenda is the question of Palestine. Emerging shortly after the World War II, it swiftly evolved into a Middle East dispute between Arab states and Israel. The consequences have been dire with battles, destruction, and the forced exile of millions of Palestinians. The starting point for many people is the United Nations vote in 1947 to partition land in the British Mandate of Palestine into two states, one Jewish, one Arab, following the destruction of much of European Jews in the Holocaust. Neither the Palestinians nor the neighboring Arab countries accepted the founding of the modern Israel state. About 700,000 Palestinians were expelled and forced to flee. About 85% of the Arab population were never allowed to return. Palestinians called this the exodus and the eradication of much of the society, the Nakba or the catastrophe, and it remains the traumatic event at the heart of their modern history. Since 1948, the UN has been actively seeking a solution to this critical issue, recognizing its potential to pose a serious threat to international peace. The majority of the UN members agree that the problems in the Middle East are linked to the Palestine question, making it one of the most significant challenges the organization faces and the responsibility it continues to grapple with today. Amnesty International's report, which states Israel's apartheid against Palestinians, sets out how massive seizures of Palestinian land and property, unlawful killings, forcible transfer, drastic movement restrictions, and the denial of nationality and citizenship to Palestinians are all components of a system which amounts to apartheid under international law. Since 2001, Palestinian militants have launched tens and thousands of rockets on Israel from the Gaza Strip as part of the continuing Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Israel is the only country in the world that tries children in the military courts, often denying them their human basic rights. The recent killings of more than 1200 people in Israel on October 7, 2023, and the retaliatory Israeli airstrikes on Gaza Strip that have killed thousands have moved the conflict into uncharted territory. The UN General Assembly's call for a ceasefire and the humanitarian pathway in Gaza paints a vivid picture of a world grappling with various geopolitical interests. Despite the assembly's resolution, the UN system finds itself captured in a gridlock, with permanent United Nations Security Council members, including the United States, engaged in a war of words with rivals like Russia and China. 
the recent non-binding resolution demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza faced strong opposition from the United States and Israel, revealing the deep-rooted division. As the conflict enters its third month, concerns rise over the dire situation with more than 18,000 casualties reported in Gaza. Calls for a two-state solution have grown in the wake of attacks on Israel on October 7th. A two-state agreement would create a state for Palestinians in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip alongside Israel. Israel has said a Palestinian state must be demilitarized so as not to threaten its security. Ibrahim Qureshi, the Palestinian ambassador to the UN, emphasizes the current conflict serves as a wake-up call for the international community. A call not just for condemnation, but for tangible support for the two-state solution. Qureshi suggests that what's needed now is more than just diplomatic gestures. It's a call for a new international architecture and innovative ideas. Amid internal divisions among Arab and regional states, the Arab League and the Organization of Islamic Cooperation have taken steps. They have formed a seven-state follow-up group addressing the immediate crisis. The complexity of the situation demands a structured approach. Call for a new global architecture underscores the gravity of the situation and the necessity for a collective and a comprehensive resolution. Thank you for joining the Critical Material Podcast as we navigate the complex currents of global affairs. Stay tuned for more insights into the evolving landscape. If you found this episode enlightening, don't forget to subscribe and share your thoughts. Until next time, keep seeking a deep understanding of the world around you. Goodbye and stay safe.